The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Hello, I'm Pastor David Winston, International Director of Bill Winston Ministries, and of course I'm here with Dr. Bill Winston, my father, who is a global leader, a general of faith, and also the founder and president of Bill Winston Ministries. Over the years we've seen God's goodness, and He has really uh, helped us do some amazing things here at Bill Winston Ministries. And I just have one question, Dad. How did we get to this place? I mean, from the place of where we first started to what Bill Winston Ministries is now going across the globe worldwide, how did we get here? God helped us get here. Yes. I, I think one of the key pieces that, that I learned through this journey that I incorporated in our ministry from the beginning is that God never intended for His people to live in the wilderness. Mm. Uh, I think pretty much most of the observation that I've made in the church, people are still in the wilderness, still getting wilderness teachings, mm. still expectation, you know, that God is, you know, He's going to send somebody to do my praying for me and so forth. We, our ministry, is a Canaan ministry. Mm -hmm. That's what it's for. It's for advancing people. And you'll find that the people who stayed in the wilderness died early. Yeah. Uh, they didn't live yeah. the fullness of the promises of God that God had planned. And so I find that when I'm teaching, preaching, demonstrating God's Word, I'm doing it from a from a Canaan land perspective and understanding that the wilderness is not where people should be. So part of our job or part of our mission, if you will, is to take people from milk to meat mm -hmm. and take them from a place where others have to do their praying for them, they're saying all these scriptures, but still sick, still poor, so forth and take them into a place where everything God promised can be manifested. And so that's what I feel our mission is. That's whether we're dealing with business, uh, business people or government leaders, or whether we're dealing with the people who don't have a job or people who are staying at home or whatever have you. It's the same teaching. And so that's what I do. Um, I remember one person came and they saw me at one of the cities that we went to preach in. They said, you know, you came on TV the other day and I told my wife she was in the kitchen. I said, you better come in here quick. He's about to go out there. <laughs> and well, what is, what is out there really? Mm. What I'm going is out of the box. Mm. And that wilderness was designed to teach them how to live independent of a world system. Mm. And if we're living on foreign oil, we're going to be subject 
to those forces. Mm. But if we can come on over and live in a place where we're independent of circumstances, independent of, of, of the forces of economics and so forth, that's where God wants us to be. And mm. somebody has to take people there. Absolutely. And I feel that part of our mission at BWM is to do just that. Absolutely. So you talk about that mission and, and we see that passion to bring people into Canaan. So, so where did that seed of the vision that came from God, where did that first start? I mean, were you at a service or were you in prayer or did you see something on TV and, and then God started speaking to you? I really believe it started in the city or town that I was born in. Mm. I was born in Tuskegee, Alabama. That's where they had the famous Tuskegee Airmen, the first uh, black pilots that flew in the military because they were training to see experimentally whether they could fly or not. Mm. Um, that's where I was in a town where Booker T. Washington raised up the famous Tuskegee Institute or Tuskegee mm -hmm. University now. And he came with nothing mm. but an idea, a seed, mm. and his first uh, school was in a church, which most of them were. But then in 19, what, 15, he had 107 buildings. Now he started in 1885, so this is an accelerated program he was on. Mm. And how nobody would sell him bricks because at that time segregation was very high and, and they didn't want to see him build anyway. And, and so he had to build a campus, 2,000 acres that he finally acquired, well, more than that. And then putting out millionaires, I mean, putting out people who were mentors of his, who started, um, you know, the different newspapers and, and the rich people of Tulsa and mm. so forth. I mean, this is what I saw, but I remember taking my shirts, my dad would take our shirts to the laundry at Tuskegee mm -hmm. of the university. Mm -hmm. They had a big laundry plant, they call mm -hmm. it, power plant, laundry plant. You drop your shirts off and you can pick them up that afternoon. Okay. Well, he'd drop them off, he dropped me off at school, dropped the shirts off the laundry, and he'd go on to work. And at five o'clock he'd come back by, they'd have them all folded or mm -hmm. pressed and so forth. But Washington used the laundry to hire students mm. to teach them excellence mm. at the same time to provide capital mm. for financing students who had no money. Mm. So he was self-sufficient. Mm. And the Bible says in Corinthians that our sufficiency is of God. Mm. And so God wanted to take them into the wilderness yeah. to show them self-sufficiency. Mm. And so when that happened, they now can learn that God is their source. Mm. And so now they can move into Canaan and the money won't ruin them. Yeah. And so I think that seed was sown back in the day back in the when day. I was a kid. And I used to see that and this man had no support. He made his own bricks. Mm. He cut his own lumber. Mm. He had his students to work in the mornings and go to school in the afternoons mm. and so forth. That's self-sufficient. Yet, wow. look what God did. Mm. 
And, and when I heard you say that, I immediately thought of part of the mandate for Bill Winston yep. Ministries, training believers yep. how to live independent of this world system Just, and how to have dominion over it. That's exactly. And that's amazing how God used your experience young mm. to help you see what it looks like to live independent of this world system. Look at George Washington Carver. He had a peanut mm -hmm. and he asked God, you know, what is a peanut for you? He made 300 products, wow. God says, out of a peanut from face cream to children's crayons wow. and out of scientific utensils mm. that were even antiquated for that time. Wow. I mean, you go to Carbon Museum, you'll see what he used. Mm. But what he had is the wisdom of God. Mm. And wow. so he was self-sufficient on wow. that campus. And notice how he integrated again the things that are spiritual with the things that are natural. Mm. And what has happened in our system today is it's tried to take that spiritual component out. Mm. Why? To leave people with only the natural, only human reason. And because of that, they're under, still under uh, some kind of, a, of, of mm. pressure. So what we do with BWM we add that piece back again. Oh, they might have gone to the finest universities, yeah. but now let's top it off with the spirit. Yes. And Absolutely. show people how to live. Absolutely. Something you do for our Bill Winston Ministries partners yep. is you write a partner letter every month. I mean, for, for many, many years, every month you handwrite the partner letter, the team helps to prepare it, and it's good stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm teaching your stuff from the partner letter. and. <laughs> It's, it's, it's the word of God. It's the word of God. And, but, but it's so real and so relevant. And I think what really helps is I feel like I'm equipped for my divine destiny. Yeah. And yeah. tell us about how that partner letter, how that comes to your spirit and how you deliver it to us as partners. You know, only thing I could say is that it's, it's inspired by God. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I put before God. God says, any man like wisdom, let him ask of God. Mm -hmm. So I ask God, I said, Lord, what do you want me to write for the partner letter for this month? And then by faith, I believe I've received it. Mm. All right, now, as I go on to a couple of days and so forth, things start coming out. Mm. And as they start coming out, I start jotting them down. I started down all these points, all these points and so mm. forth. Then I sent it into communications director, Kim Clay. And then I said, take all these points and put them in a narrative. Mm. And so that's what she does and put them in there. Then she sends it back to me. And I said, oh, no, I didn't mean this by that. And I scratched that out. Okay. And I said, oh, yeah, this is good. I'll leave that in there and so forth. Then I'll take that letter and it goes through maybe four or five iterations okay. and so forth. Why? Because I wanted to make it so plain mm. that nobody can miss it. Mm. Then once they get that letter, I really encourage people not to read it one time. Read it more than once yeah. because it's, it's got several sermons in it. And if they could read it, the Holy Spirit will then talk to them mm. and give them. But the other thing I try to do with that letter, make sure that I believe that that letter is meeting someone's need. Mm -hmm. In other words, somebody's yeah. been praying about something yeah. or maybe they might be in a tight space and, yeah. and they need deliverance from this or that. I believe that letter serves as a document or a letter from God mm. for people to get free, get out of, get delivered, get um, into a better place in whatever situation they're going through. Absolutely. And I believe as God inspires me to do that is exactly what the people need. Mm, that's good. And, and, you know, <clears throat> as you deliver that, I believe that, you know, when we teach faith, yep. um, 
there's a dialect of faith that you operate in, that, that you're not just teaching people just to trust God, but you're teaching them how to use their faith to have dominion, you know, in this earthly realm. And I believe that the spirit of faith That's is it. on you. That's it. And, and, and it encourages us and gives us the might and the boldness to step forward and do what we need to do and, you know, take Canaan. And so tell us about the transference of anointing that comes on us when we partner with the ministry. Well, that is the same thing that basically happened to Elijah and Elijah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, that he said, listen, if you see me when I'm gone, then you'll have double that portion. double portion yeah. of what I've got. Yeah. And I think I'm not about to go anywhere, but I've got a portion on me, praise God, Amen. that what people can do is that they receive this and support me in the ministry. Mm. What happens with that is that anointing comes on them for what? For wisdom, for what? Removing burdens and destroying yokes, mm. for what? Supernatural to happen in their lives. Mm. Huh? Uh, wisdom to, to buy shopping malls or, or add property to your life yeah. or so forth and so on. All of that comes with it. They can tap into all that anointing that's flowing through my life. Mm. And so as people do so into this, that's what it's all about. It's all about me blessing them. Mm. And so I have to keep that in mind because yeah. they're not there to, to, to necessarily meet my needs. Right. I'm here first to meet their needs. Yes. And as I do that that's and good. they get blessed, they can share and uh, help me with uh, to bless more people. And that's, that's what it's all about. That's good. Now, oftentimes when we go into different countries, yeah. um, you know, we go uh, not just with Bill Winston Ministries to preach the gospel, but we also team up with Joseph Business School, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is the business aspect, because we know that you're called to everybody, not, not just the common man, but you're also called to the influencers, the leaders, the government officials, the, um, the business moguls. And so as we bring that divine connection together, that helps really to empower people to do God's will on every level. Talk about that empowerment model. Well, the, the thing that happened in the church for the main part is that the church um, stopped at the door. Mm -hmm. Now, when I say that, I mean, over in John chapter 10, verse nine, Jesus said, I'm the door. Mm -hmm. He said, but you go in and out and find pasture. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through the door to get to the pasture. In mm -hmm. other words, the provision. Mm -hmm. And what has happened is the church, for the most part, has stopped at the door, mm. camped at the door, mm. meaning that all the provisions of the kingdom are through the door. And what people need to see is they need to see those provisions. In other words, when Jesus healed the sick, when he raised the dead, when he fed 5,000, they were seeing what was in through the door. Yeah. And when you see that, people are gonna wanna know where's the door to get to that? Mm. And uh, that's what you're supposed to be there to point them to. Yeah. So basically the church should be a sign mm. and a wonder mm. so that people will want to come in and get what they've got. And so what has happened, that doesn't happen on just a level of people who pay, maybe don't have much or have little or nothing, mm. but it happens also for the up and out. Mm -hmm. People yeah. who have a great deal. There are mm. always people mm. who need provision whether it's peace, mm -hmm. joy, mm -hmm. you know, they, whether it's strategy or wisdom, whether it's ideas. There's always what, a need. There's always a need. Yeah. Yeah. And what Jesus did, the Bible said they followed him because they saw the miracles that he did. Mm. 
Why did they follow him? Because they saw something of value. So tell us a little bit about why partnering with Bill Winston Ministries is so important. I think the first reason why it's important is because just like we started, we started with zero. I mean, yeah. $200. Um, but there were people that helped me with that. Mm. I mean, I didn't have money to buy you some tennis shoes. I mean, you were just in grade school then. And one of the people who partnered with me said, hey, did your son need some shoes? Mm. I said, yeah, he needs some tennis shoes. I didn't have enough money. Mm. And we happened to be downtown Chicago. He said, come on in, let's, let's buy him some shoes. That was a partner. Mm. And as a result wow. of that, he ended up owning, I don't know, five, it, it, pardon me, 15, 16 um, of those fast food places and so forth. I mean, God blessed him tremendously. Now, wow. I'm not saying he gave to get. Yeah. He gave because he was just well, helping me to meet my needs mm. as I'm coming into a city mm. that God has called me to, mm. to meet their needs. Yeah. And he was helping me do that just by helping me with my family. Mm. And, and I'm saying that the first reason is to help me get the word out. Got to get the gospel out. Got to get the gospel out. Yes, sir. The church sir. is the world's only hope mm. because the world is going through things now that there is no natural solution for. No. The solution is going to be in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so we've got that solution. Yeah. Now we need to go into those places, tell people what the answer is, and let them see a demonstration of it and let them get on board with this thing, starting prayer groups, starting yeah. churches, so, so forth and so on. Yeah. So I'm saying the first reason for them partnering with me is so I can catch more fish. Mm. But then the next reason for them partnering me so that they can get their needs met. Mm. Because one of the jobs of the prophet is to make sure they bless the people. That's good. And make sure they bless the people. And I said, God told Abraham, I'm gonna bless you. I'm gonna make your name great, mm -hmm. but you shall be a blessing. Mm. And I'm telling you, it's a joy because people mm. are writing me now. I mean, I just got a letter. Hey, look what happened. And they showed me the car that they've got, nice big luxury car. Said, I got this one debt free, uh. listening to your teachings. Now another mm. person, I just got a job as a president of a university, listening to your teaching on favor. Mm. I got another one saying, I'm just saying, look what God is doing. Mm. And those reports, when they come back to me, ha, <laughs> I start shouting all around, praise that's God. That's shouting material. That's shouting material because that blesses me. Yes. That's that. If you're just in it for yourself, it's no, no real joy in it. Yeah. But when you're that's in good. it and you see it come back to you as harvest. That's good. In the form of people getting blessed like that, that is a key ingredient. That's so good. with this, we started out very small, but because of people's giving, mm -hmm. we enlarge and enlarge. And today we're preaching on a weekly basis to almost a billion billion people. That's right. So that's what it's all about. Mm. And we want to go further. We want to cover the whole earth yeah. so they can help us do that. When I think about partnership, the word that comes to mind is covenant. Yep. And I know how diligent over the years you've been at praying for your partners, praying yeah. over the partners. Yeah. I mean, there's been many times of coming to your office or yeah. heard you in the morning, yeah. really praying and going before the Lord for the partners. And I think that's, that's one thing that maybe the partners don't know as much about is how much you pray for them and, and, and that you pray that, that the blessing of the Lord continue to rest upon their lives. You know, um, 
I, I really believe I'm moved by the Holy Ghost mm. to do that every day mm -hmm. and to, to pray for them. Um, different things. One, that revelation will come mm. because without revelation, there's captivity. Mm. And as soon as people come in, they need to start getting revelation. Not more information because that won't get you out of captivity. What gets you out of captivity is revelation. So pray that the eyes of their understanding being enlightened. Mm -hmm. That's what Elijah prayed for or... Uh, uh, yeah, for his servant Gehazi. He mm -hmm. said, Lord, open his eyes so he can see. And so when people can see, they can move forward. They mm -hmm. can get out of the, the, the struggles that they're in. Mm -hmm. One man talked about it. He said, when revelation comes, revolution comes with it. Mm. Uh, people just say, no, no, I'm not going to stay in this any longer. Yeah. Why? You can see something greater. Yeah. And so I pray that the eyes of my partners are always open, mm. that they can see opportunities that other people can't see, mm. that they can see exits that other people can't That's see, good. that That's they good. can see what's needed in other people's lives or their um, businesses, they can see what's needed. Uh, even if a economic uh, drought is coming, they can get ahead of the drought, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and not participate yeah. and that kind of thing. So um, praying for them, you remember when you were just a young guy, we were uh, staying in an apartment, and I, I would get remember. up every morning. Yeah. And I'd go out on the uh, out on the, uh, on the school uh, school football field, yeah. field and yeah. and walk and pray. And that was early in the morning, five six o'clock in the morning, and I'd do that whether it's cold or hot in Chicago, mm -hmm. uh, because we had little or nothing. But I know what could bring us out, and that was prayer. Mm. And so that was big for me. So prayer is a thing that's a backbone of this ministry. Yeah. One man said it like this: Every failure in the kingdom will always come down to a prayer failure. Mm -hmm. Something failed in prayer. Yeah. And so we want to teach people how to pray. So we've set up a, a prayer group, yeah. a prayer hotline. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a big part of the ministry now. Yeah. Um, we set that up a number of years ago yeah. and now the prayer call center. Yeah. We get thousands and thousands of prayer calls. Um, and, and that's such an essential part of the ministry. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I think when people call in and something that's maybe of a myth that people call in and they say, well, I don't have money right now to partner. And we let them know that, hey, there's no financial obligation, you yeah. know, and, and just if you allow us to partner with you, we can sow the seed of the word of God into your heart that can bring you out of famine. And if you're watching this, I want you to be encouraged that um, there is harvest on the way. And I want you to carefully consider partnering with us at Bill Winston Ministries because there's plenty of work left for us to do for the kingdom of God, for it to be preached, for it to be expanded. And also we believe that God can use us and use the teachings of my father to be able to speak into your life, to divinely position you for destiny, that you can reach the place that God has called for you to reach. So I want you to go online right now. You can go to billwinston.org partner, or you can call the number on your screen. And I want you to consider partnering with us to help us spread this gospel of the kingdom because uh, there's more work to do. There's a whole lot of work to do. We, we think about it. We have got to go into all the world. All the world. We've got to reap the earth. And Man. that's what he's given us the charge to do. We're going to take the kingdom mm. to every place where people are breathing mm. and to let them know that Jesus loves them yes. and there's a better way they can live yes. and then demonstrate it. So these are covenant partners, faith partners, and people who have a desire to see God's work being done over all the earth. Mm.
I want you to partner with us. Partner with us. Amen. Partner with us. Praise God has God. divinely assigned you yeah. to partner with us. Yes. And we're going to do this in time work. We're going to spread the gospel of the kingdom. And, uh, and we're going right. to keep walking by faith. That's it. Amen. Can, can you do one thing for us, yeah. Dad, mm -hmm. before we leave? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you just pray for all of our partners yeah. worldwide? Yeah. Yeah. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We pray for every one of our partners. Those, Lord, you have joined to us and with us to take your gospel, take your kingdom to the, all the parts of the earth. Father, we pray that every obstacle that's now been standing in their way be removed. Yes. We pray that in Jesus' name that every struggle now be dissolved and that there'll not be one thing that'll keep them from the destiny. Father, we pray that every harassing thing, whether it be tongue or deed, that has been coming against their life, we cut it off right now in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that you'll now give them, drop in their hearts, creative ideas, witty inventions, things, Lord, that'll take humanity to a place of rest and peace. Father, we pray also that doors that have been shut for them for years will now be open for the favor of God shall, shall surround them like a shield, producing supernatural increase, promotion, restoration, honor, increased assets, greater victories, recognition, prominence, preferential treatment, petitions granted, policies and rules changed, and battles won which they do not have to fight. Father, we pray that you bless their entire families. Let their children be like olive plants round about the table. Let them give uh, always a good report. Let their children be wise in schools and, and also be continuously a blessing to the family. Father, we pray also if they have businesses that all of a sudden new doors now open up. Father, new opportunities will come. Father, even things that they didn't even expect will come to them now in Jesus' name. Lord, let your light so shine on them. Let them be a light to the world and people will know that God is with them. Father, we pray these things for them and pray that everything they lay their hands to now shall prosper and be turned into prophetic gold. We love you, Lord. We thank you. Bless our partners in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Dad, for just expressing your heart for partnership for us. And, uh, and we're just all so blessed. To just, I call you Father. A lot Amen. of people call you spiritual Amen. father, but Amen. we're just so blessed that you Amen. said yes to the call. Well, let the Lord bless you. Let the Lord bless you. Amen. Amen. And right. keep walking by, by faith. faith. Your partnership with Bill Winston Ministries is making an impact on this earth that cannot be erased. Every soul that is saved, every person that is empowered, every life that is transformed, and every captive that is set free is a direct result of your partnership. Through your support, the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast is able to reach over 800 million households worldwide. We are covering the earth with the word of the kingdom as the waters cover the seas. Thank you, BWM partners. Your commitment is truly making a world of difference. Not a partner? Become a partner today. And let's continue to do the work of the Lord in even greater measures. I came to announce that this is the last day. And you're going to go through what you've been going through. I said this is it.